When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the QB11 show presented by Scoop Duck. I'm Doug Scott, joined, of course, by QB11 Andrew. And uh, yeah, that was a game. Yeah, it was something. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was way more stressful than I was anticipating or hoping. Um, but you know what, Doug? We got the cover and uh, great team's cover. <laughs> when, and, and this is, not, this is right? not a great team right now, no, but I think that. No. But it could be. <laughs> Maybe there's a there's a lot of work to do here. There is a lot of work to do on both sides of the ball, and, and, and in the coaching ranks. Quite honestly, I think the coaches have, and we'll, we'll we'll have some instant reactions here in the next 15 minutes. Then we'll go into a deeper analysis tomorrow or Monday, as we always do. But um, you know, just I thought Oregon started pretty well. I thought they had an opportunity there, maybe late first, early second, to kind of maybe run away with the game a little bit and then they just couldn't get out of their own way. Uh, you know, the, what, they end up with, with like 12 penalties on the day, but nine in the first half. And that was really kind of the story of the half is just self-inflicted wounds on, on offense and defense really. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Cause I'm actually curious what the final tally on penalties was because it, it seems like it was complete. Yeah. 14 for 124. Um, yeah. Oregon yeah. extended several Texas Tech drives with penalties. Oregon put themselves behind the, the chains several times and, and disrupted their own drives with penalties. Some of them are procedural. Some of them were like during the play stuff. Either way, um, there's there's got to be a massive improvement um, with that going forward yeah. because you're not going to beat a lot of teams. I mean, like the fact of the matter is, is that Oregon won the turnover margin four to zero and won this game barely right yeah I mean, credit, credit for 24th quarter points to to win the game but man there's a lot there's a I mean, lot it's of really three here. turnovers because the, the, yeah, the last one was the interception on the yeah. last play but the, the the point remains right is that the, there's a lot of work to be done here um specifically defensively like again without getting too deep into the weeds i want to watch the film i'm planning on firing up the stream tomorrow for that as well uh but like if if you're gonna teach your defensive ends to spill spill the run, then your linebackers need to scrape over the top. You can't have your linebackers going to fill and then your edge guys spilling the 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 play, <laughs> and, and nobody then there. There's just we have absolutely nobody on the edge to make a play. Yeah, and I mean, so like there's there's Justin, a lot of stuff like that. Justin Jacobs was was still out this game, and and I don't know when he's coming back. Maybe the next game, maybe the next two. But I mean, really, if he's not the answer, then I don't think there is one this year. Well, I mean, it's not like these guys can't get better. And to be honest with you, I think I don't think we're helping ourselves. This is an instant reaction. I want to watch the film, but and I, you could tell towards the end of the game when it mattered, our rotation pared down substantially. We were playing, in my opinion, way too many guys. Like it, it's not even like there's like it's hard to point out what needs to get fixed because a different guy is making a different mistake on every play, and there's forty. There's like I'm not forty is an exaggeration, but there's probably thirty guys playing. And Especially so there's 30 guys making different mistakes. And so like, how do you possibly corral the issues when you don't have any consistency in your rotation? Like, again, I, I I'm, I'm more than happy to eat my words on this and I, I'm more than happy to go back and watch the film and make sure that I'm not just talking out my ass. But 
like instant reaction is is like when the defensive rotation pared down, we played better. Yeah, I, I think especially at the edge and outside linebacker position where I just saw it, it seemed like a lot of people playing at those those positions that I felt like um, I, I kind of agree with you. It feels like do we do we really have six guys that should be playing at, at that those two positions or should we pair that? No, down we don't. Four? I mean, like, like yeah. no disrespect, but we have guys that have been on this team for five years that should that shouldn't be playing anymore. Like course, like Mace Funa playing anyway. playing surf technique in the open field against an athletic quarterback is just like there's no point. Like he might as well just crash because he's not going to make a tackle regardless. <laughs> well, I I actually liked him. Uh, and again, I don't want to pick on Mace too much, but on the the play they had, it was not his fault. They had him in coverage on out in outside coverage. It uh, that it well because they're no just calling the out. scheme and they're in their in their hockey rotating bodies, and so there's no way for them possibly to be controlling the matchup with that. And I and like I understand what they're doing, right? Like it's hot as hell down there. They're trying to keep everybody fresh so that late in the game we could play with our core guys, and that's what we did, right? Like down the stretch, our, our rotations <laughs> yeah. tightened. Um, but like there, it, there's definitely not all negative things. Like I, I really don't think this was the cleanest game of execution for our offense. This game reminded me a lot of the Washington State game from last year, yeah. and actually the yeah. parallels are insane when you consider the backdoor cover with the the pick six the at pick the end. Six. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, it was uh, it was very. I thought the offense, um, you know, they could they did not run the ball very effectively today at all. Only 113 yards and a 3.6 average, which that's got to get better. I think some of that was honestly, I thought they ran into Texas Tech strength a little bit too much in this game. Yeah, I think so too. I think that I mean, obviously, that's going to be a work in progress. Uh, getting Struther back on the interior of the offensive line, I think, will help. Um, but I, I don't. I don't think we did ourselves any favors in the run game, to be frank with you. And I think the fact that we were constantly behind the chains due to procedural penalties also didn't help the run game at all. Um, but again, I want to watch film before I dig too much yeah. into that stuff because let's flip to some positives like, then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, mean Troy I got Franklin, a for you. Troy Mateo, Franklin is, is continues to be the best player on the field. Six catches, a hundred yards, a, a touchdown. We also had four sacks. Um, and like there was actually some good pass rush. Brandon Dorless made a big play at the end of the game. Popo had a one-on-one sack. Mateo was so close, like two or three times. I feel like I'm watching KT as a freshman again. Where like in the first <laughs> half of the season, he's like a uh, like a hair away from making these plays. And like I know he's going to start to convert them at some point this season. Um, and that's going to be a massive bump for our de- our defense. Um, well, he, he was credited with half a sack, but he had another. He almost had another two one solos. or half that got taken off the board because of the penalty. But uh, yeah, I think that that was very encouraging to see his effect on the game, and actually to see Oregon getting home quite repeatedly with and without bringing the house. Right? I mean, they were doing it with yeah. with four guys, five guys on occasion. Right? They had they had some. I liked what they did, bringing some corners and some linebackers on kind of delayed bitches, kind of that simulated pressure stuff that. Dan and Georgia are, are so known for, and those were very effective, you know, at times during the game. And I, I thought, I actually thought this is going to sound crazy because we gave up a ton of passing yards. Well, not actually really, not really, only 282. I thought the secondary held up pretty damn well. Um, Jalil Florence in particular, like started the game was, in my opinion, was our best corner throughout the game. Um, I thought Manning, Manning was pretty good too. I thought Manning was good. I Kyrie Jackson got lost on the one he, he kind of forced a pass interference call again. He's he's given up 15 instead of 40, right? Like that's the the play there. Uh, but he probably could have picked that ball off. Um, 
And like, as we know, like Chuck was going to put the ball in, in danger and we, we capitalized on that. But um, I, I thought the secondary was actually not horrible. I, my Most of my issues were with the way that we set the run game, the way that we leveraged to the ball in the run game. Um, again, we gave up 174 yards, 101 of them were, were from the back. We only really gave up one one carry of sustenance to the to the running back of 35 yards. But um, yeah, it was a lot of Tyler Shuck designed runs. And, and I get why they're doing it, right? Like they're getting themselves numbers in the box. They're they're giving themselves a, a body back, and it's forcing our linebackers to play take on. And our linebackers do not play take on well. Like that's not something that any of those guys do. Um, Justin Jacobs does, and I've seen him do it at Iowa. But um, we we got to get better at. I mean, everybody at at the second level and first level of the defense needs to get better at leveraging. The, the gap discipline needs to be better. The way that we fit and the way that everyone's supposed to fit in the run game needs to improve. Not because we got gashed on the ground. Like we we really didn't get gashed on the ground outside of some quarterback runs, but there we gave up way more than we should have. They, they, that's not a particularly good offensive line that they have. Um, their interior of the defensive line is, is very good, actually, probably arguably the best we'll see all year, actually, between the, the defensive tackles. Um, but again, there's, there's a lot of room for improvement. There's a lot of good things. I thought Bo settled in and played well down the stretch. He made the plays he needed to make with his legs. Um, Troy Franklin's fantastic. Bucky Irving is a pain in the ass to tackle, and I, I really pity the pity the man that has to try to get him on the ground. Um, yeah, I, I think Jordan wasn't James particularly was clearly good, our second best back. Pretty, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you on that one too. Um, yeah, I thought Bo was obviously a little rough early. You know, had some short passes, had some he kind of would would have liked to get back. But like you said, he settled in, and he really, you know, he directed the. You know, it, it kind of it, like you said, it was so much like that Washington State game, right? You're down all of a sudden, you're down two scores, and it's like a, a flip switched, and he was able to just orchestrate outside of that one horrendous throw to the end zone, which you know was was a very close to an interception. Um, I, I thought he was really just, uh, you know, he was playing like a fifth year starter, you know, should be playing, and and he did what he needed to do. I didn't love. I didn't love what I thought was very conservative play calling in the last sequence there to play for the field goal. I would have liked to have seen. I, I, we went back to the well a couple too many times, in my opinion, on that, on that boundary toss into the bunch. Like, yeah, we were, we were starting to create really difficult angles for ourselves on the interior of the offensive line. So that wasn't good. Um, I, I was really impressed with the way that the backup linebackers for Texas tech played. Like I thought that they like, in the way that our guys didn't scrape or didn't fill properly, like their guys did, like their guys came downhill, they played fast. Um, and I think that we could have taken more shots vertically. And, and actually, I think that I saw Bo bail on some clean pockets. I don't, I don't know if it's, if something he was seeing that he wasn't liking, I thought that, that tech had a good game plan, but our tackles held up tremendously in pass pro. Like I will go on the record right now and say that Connerly and, and Cornelius are probably the best uh, pass pro tackle tandem we've had. Like I know, um, cause they're both better athletes than Throckmorton was when he was with Sewell. Um, like those guys are fantastic. Like they don't, they don't do anything wrong. Like they're just so athletic, so long. They stay in phase. Like I was really impressed with those guys today. Um, I think a lot of our problems in the run game were on the interior. Um, and so I, I gotta, I gotta watch yeah. the film cause it's tough to see that stuff when you're watching. Yeah. You know, look, I, I think this is a, this is a, Oregon played horribly. They they played very undisciplined. I thought they I thought quite frankly they didn't coach very well. I thought their coaching 
was poor at times, both in preparation and in game, you know, situational coaching or, or adjustments. Um, so I think there's a, there's a ton of opportunity to improve across all phases there, and it's game two, so there's still a lot of room for that improvement to occur. I mean, you just play a lot cleaner, and all of a sudden, you know, this is this is probably a comfortable victory, right? But well, this is the I first mean, time that we've experienced resistance this season. It's also yeah. the first time that we've played on the road. Like like this was a tough road environment. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna have a game like this, like having it early and winning, like we won. That's what yeah. matters. Like the, yeah. that is the positive of all this is that we won. We went into a really tough road environment, and we had growing pains. We made mistakes. We shot ourselves in the foot, but we made the plays necessary to win. Like I, I had messaged you during the game, like after um, after that last tech touchdown was all right. Like we either our playmakers are going to step up and they're going to make the plays required for us to win and, and actually learn from this game, or we're going to just lose. And playmakers stepped up in mid place. Troy Franklin, Bucky Irving, Bo Nix. Yeah. That um, next I drive was, 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 was spot on. I mean, it was like every, every star on the offense made a play on that next drive. Yep. And, and, and that's what you need. Like in a game like this early in the season, it's a tough road environment. They've got all the mojo. They've like all the voodoo doll, whatever crap that they do down there before the games. Like, like people talk about that place and like, you can see why, like it is a, it's a tough environment and um, we're going to play Texas a lot better football team than they showed in week one. I mean, they 100%, are, and, and they're going to be a good though. team the rest of this year. And um, they're going to be a tough out for anybody in the big 12. And, and I still think Oregon missed opportunities to separate in this game. Like there were the opportunities were there and there just was, there was no execution. There was no follow through. In fact, a lot of times it was the opposite. We were, we were, shooting ourselves in the foot with penalties and, and putting, pulling ourselves out of like positions to separate. So um, there's work to do. I, I think that through the crucible, that is in a, a tough away game early in the season. I'm, I'm hoping that we see growth over the next couple weeks in, in, in advance of the Colorado game. Um, and I, I want to see the offense continue to, to gel and glue because there was also just a couple plays where guys were just off, like a little bit odd and not on the same page. So um, there, there's a lot of room for growth. I, I'm not writing this team off. The defense needs to take big steps forward. Um, but I, I think the secondary has. And so that's a good, that's a good start. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I think the coverage overall was, was pretty good. I mean, uh, there was some, some buzz, you know, there were some plays that, but like everybody's going to make plays in the passing game. I mean, you know, nobody shuts everybody down completely. I also thought there was, there was times where the coverage was really good, and there was, you know, you, you toss, you saw that where no one was open, and Chuck had time, and then he scrambled out of the pocket, and then he's running and running, and and, and no one was open, he couldn't get off a throw. Or there was times where the coverage was good, and and then there was times where, you know, like a six eight guy makes a play, and he wasn't yeah, I mean, open, like, like I mean, it wasn't like open, just, he just made a play. Like that's the thing too is like I, I think that even on the plays that were made by Texas Tech pass catchers our guys were in pretty good position most times, right? Like there was some busts, like there's, there's going to be that stuff, especially early in the season. Um, but I think that our guys competed well. And I think that like Tyshim Johnson's not playing against any other six, nine tight ends this year. Um, yeah. And Evan Williams, like very clearly to me was knocking off rest early in this game. Um, and yeah, there, there was just, there was a lot and there's, there's a lot of improvement left to be made for, for this team. Um, and I don't, I don't, again, I don't think that that Texas tech team is bad. Um, no, but, well, uh, and it's, uh, Oregon's back for two home games in a row, right? They got Hawaii next week, so they can use that as a way to hopefully, I mean, Hawaii's not a, you know, they're a better team than Portland state, right? So 
they got to come home and clean up some stuff and, and then, you know, get ready for Colorado to come to town. And that's going to be the fricking circus and the zoo all rolled into one. And, uh, you know, you, Colorado's can score some points. So Oregon's got to, got to play a lot cleaner game, you know, when, when prime comes to town, we got a lot of work to do still. Um, and again, I, I, I'm sounding very critical and I'm focusing on the negative right now, but this team, the reason I'm, I'm being negative is because I have really high expectations for this team because this team can be really good. Um, and I think that there's a, this team's got a lot of much better football in front of it. Um, but there's, there's a lot of this stuff that this, like these, this can be the only time that those mistakes are made. Um, and, yep. I, and I think they will, I think they'll address those things. I don't think anybody's going to be satisfied on the plane ride home with this performance. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing much cleaner execution next week in preparation for Pac-12 play. Oregon Ducks get away with a 38 to 30 win on the road in Lubbock, Texas, and we'll be home next week to take on Hawaii before uh, hosting Prime and Company on the 23rd. All right, QB, we will be back to talk about this game in more detail after the rewatches, and uh, we'll see you all on Monday.